Welcome back to another episode of Two Open Minds. My name is Jake. My name is Elmira, and our special guest is... Elise. My name's Elise. Hello. Welcome back to our podcast. Yes. Thank you for taking the time to to record with us. Of course. It was so much fun last time. (laughs) Too bad uh, this time we can't all be in person. I know. But we are still appreciating one another's presence via Zoom. That's right. That's good. Yeah. Let's let's get this party started. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> like I've never said that before. It's weird. <laughs> uh, um, okay, so well, should we just start go with the question of the day, or should we ask more about who Elise no, let, is? Let's uh, let's talk about Elise's uh, past couple of couple of months, I guess. So just with quarantine and all this stuff going on. No, just like your personal life. Like, what's been going on? You've been personal having life. fun. You've been studying. You've been uh, working. Studying, always work. Well, okay, so work is a little different just because with the quarantine stuff. Um, so it's actually, it sounds ironic, but patient flow in the outpatient clinics, so like doctor's offices, labs, urgent cares has actually been reduced by like more than half. So we've had uh, reduced hours. Oh, I also mentioned like, kind of like is your job in the medical field, just so people who oh, haven't yeah. listened to your old podcast episode. Okay. Yeah. I'm a phlebotomist and I work at Scripps. I kind of float throughout all the different clinics and hospitals. Um, so phlebotomist is just drawing blood for anyone who doesn't know. Um, so we do that. And, um, yeah. So normally um, I'm working a good amount, but just because with all this crazy stuff, the you know hours have been reduced and really most of the shifts are in the hospitals. So it's, um, but then there's an issue with that because it's like, I don't want to be putting people at risk that I live with so I've been just trying to figure stuff out with that and and everything but yeah it's been it's been interesting for sure but yeah no just mostly mostly studying work trying to Elmira's been trying to help me figure out how to work out outside <laughs> <laughs> I don't even go to the gym that much anymore I need to but so that's fun and just yeah just okay. hammering away yeah Pretty much. Just, I'm trying to keep her on check on counting counting her calories. And she's yeah. asking the worst person to do no. that because you know I am not about that life. And yet you want me to keep you on check. Uh, yes. No, that's all it is. So I don't know. But, <laughs> but okay, nice. Um, and then uh, just to remind us, you're going to school to study to become what? So a physician assistant is my goal. Um, And so that's what I'm working towards now, but I'm getting my undergrad in developmental psychology. So I'm doing that through Liberty University and I'm just kind of, I need to finish up my undergrad for um, entry into a physician assistant program um, as well as, you know, just some science courses and stuff. But other than that, yeah. So just doing that. And yeah, so I should be, by next year of 20, I think in 21, I'll be graduating from Liberty and then I'll be. Okay. Forward with that. Nice. That's awesome. Very good. Current okay. phlebotomist. That's a, that's my nightmare. That's <laughs> <laughs> people's nightmare. A trip of blood is Jake's nightmare. <laughs> oh my God. So it's the blood, not the needles. No, it's the needles. Uh, the blood I'm fine with. It, really? It's... Because I remember when you were working as a bartender, I would come. And I, whenever I cut myself, I would show the blood to you and you cannot handle it. No. So in that case, it's like the, the clean incision of a knife freaks me out for some reason as well. So it's needles and like clean cuts. If it's somebody's like getting their arm ripped off or crazy like scabs and stuff like that, I can handle that. But it's like oh. drawing blood with needles and that's interesting. cutting people with knives that uh, I don't know. My body has yeah. a a terrible physical reaction to that <laughs> do, you faint do you usually faint or what happens when you get a blood draw uh no so usually i'm pretty good with getting my blood drawn it's when it's somebody else getting their blood drawn i like <laughs> i i don't know i i just i do a lot of mindfulness practices but for some reason i can't stay out of my head when yeah. somebody's getting an incision or blood drawn i don't know what it is it I've is tried a weird... to like Huh? No, no, no. You go ahead. I've tried to like 
force myself through like exposure <laughs> therapy basically but yeah that doesn't go well either um, it's the weirdest thing I've even like I do it all the time all day and I remember one time when I was donating blood and just when I watched the needle go in I somehow still got lightheaded it didn't bother me but it's just like a physical response to it yeah so, I'm sure it's um it's something humans developed over time and it's like a different know. thing yeah it's very interesting it's like a, but it doesn't make sense at the same time right because like if if I were getting stabbed by someone or just got cut and I'm trying to run away and I pass out that like like survival wise that doesn't make any sense so that, like, <laughs> I don't well no because your fight or flight mode will kick in and you ain't got time to uh to flight so you're gonna fight <laughs> so I think at that time your body's not gonna worry about passing out or like yeah maybe. yeah no it's Hopefully like I get the fuck out instead yeah <laughs> it's just your body trying to escape the situation whether it's fainting <laughs> running away you know all that stuff yeah 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 Good old so human funny. physiology I- I remember yeah. when um, I was uh, serving with Jake, and I would didn't or I would like avoid my work, and I would go with hang out with him at the bar, <laughs> I, and like he's like he has like the side work of like cutting lemons and limes for like the drinks. I would do that. I remember sometimes I had this like desire to purposely kind of cut myself a little bit and just <laughs> show you. So crazy. That would be you. <laughs> just to make him uncomfortable. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Did it work, Jake? Did no, that no. Like, oh, because she didn't I do it. Choice, I had the choice to look at it or not. <laughs> exactly, okay. and I would try, but no, it would not work. <laughs> Such a crazy That's thing to funny. do. Yes, I, I cut uh, myself once while working at the bar, and it took four years up until now, where I'm not working there, <laughs> to not cut myself. So That's I learned the true. first time. That's so funny. Okay. <laughs> well, from blood to our question of the day, it is not a transition, but it's not a positive question somewhat. So I'm going to shoot. Uh, it's not a bad question. I think I really, so I was, um, when I was coming up with a question of the day, I was telling you guys that like for medical schools uh, interviews, this is one of the questions that they said that might be asked. Um, and I like it because it's it has a lot to do with self-reflection. And I think especially during this quarantine time, I think it's really good to like um, do in regards to anything. But the question of the day is, how would somebody, and I, you guys can definitely turn this into a positive, which I hope you do. How would somebody who doesn't like you describe you? Oh, interesting. Uh, well, while we think about that, you go ahead and answer. <laughs> Doesn't Danielle. mean I prepared myself for this question, anyways. <laughs> but, but you've uh, answered it before, no? I know I was never asked this thing. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> but here's your chance. I know. Right? <laughs> well, um, okay. I believe, well, not I believe, I'm pretty sure I know. I think someone who doesn't like me would describe me as somebody who, actually, Elise would agree with this, but I think someone who doesn't like me would describe me as someone who, oh, shoot, now this is a tough question. Okay. I thought, I thought, I really thought I had an answer. Um, do you guys still or no? I need to yeah, think I, about it. I, oh, Elise, do you have one? No, no, no. I need to think about it for a sec. Okay. I, I think I have one. Okay. If I, I don't have any enemies that I know of, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, so I don't know. Yeah. But uh, as far as like my own insecurities <clears throat> go, I feel like someone would say uh, he tries to be a know-it-all or something along <laughs> those lines. <laughs> yeah. I'm talk- not laughing because I agree with you. I'm just laughing because... <laughs> <laughs> because you're all based on research that's why because i always emphasize that you're not a know-it-all but you always like facts yeah but i i do i've noticed i tend to throw out facts that i'm not 100 percent educated on okay so i feel like if somebody like was actually knowledgeable about something that i'm trying to talk about they would call me out on that okay and, uh, and yeah i i think i think that would be my answer yeah. Okay. Yeah. That or I'm I'm white. 
That, that's probably the other one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That I have been made fun of for before. <laughs> really? Wow! Oh yeah, I, I grew up with a ton of uh, not ghetto Mexican kids, but you know, like kind of wanna be cholo kind of. <laughs> Those are the kids I grew up around, okay. and they only kept me around as the token white boy. <laughs> <laughs> um okay i think i got mine now okay okay so i feel like i feel like it could be two different things depending on like the atmosphere for work like or i guess i'll just say two the two things that i think people might say so i think sometimes someone might if for whatever reason and i don't really know of anyone who doesn't because usually i'm cool with everyone and I try to be nice to everyone um but I feel like maybe someone w- might say that I'm too reserved sometimes or either or another one and this is like depending on the environment like with work or something maybe that I'm too happy or too like night like not like like not hyper happy like nice happy you know what I mean like almost that, like comes work. off kind of fake to certain yeah. people I got yeah. you yeah, to because I know that some people think that you know if you're if you're <clears throat> happy you know nice happy all the time then you're not real and it was so funny I ran into a coworker who said that exact same thing before not about me but she was just talking and saying she, she specifically said I don't like people who are who are too happy and I'm like because I'm that's a very bold statement to say but <laughs> yeah. yeah so yeah I feel like that that could be maybe the two things. But, okay. Yeah. Very good. So it's like one or the other. Too reserved. I feel like, yeah, because I feel like you are reserved, but I think it just depends on like your environment and people who you aren't comfortable being around with. Because there are some people that I guess are like me that like, well, it doesn't matter if I know you or if I don't know you, I'm comfortable being open. But yeah. there are some people like you or even like our friend Rataj that like, given a specific and I feel like you too Jake at some point given a certain environment you're not always wanting to be so like open and like it's just about feeling the situation out yeah, That's really yeah what it is for me sense. for me to yeah. fully like I just because I'm very like I'm, I'm an observer like I need to watch and observe before I can like interact with the environment almost yeah if that makes yeah that so makes I don't sense. know yeah okay mm-hmm. dang that's, that's pretty good though that's not bad yeah yeah very good <laughs> um okay so i think for me i i hope i don't have anyone who doesn't not like me but i mean because i try my best to be nice to people but you know can only goes to an extent (laughs) but i think that if um someone who doesn't like me would probably say that i'm someone who likes things to be a certain way um and I think it's just, and I definitely know this. I know Elise and I always talk about this. This is something like, it's for sure an insecurity of mine that like I've had since I was a kid where like I was always used to having things be a certain way, having like a set schedule and being so like, like, like on top of it that like to some people who aren't like that and who are kind of more like go with the flow mentality or just kind of like see how it goes, it like can bother them. Um so I think that's something that I think people who wouldn't like me would say about my personality. Um, and I feel like also I can I would say that people who don't like me would probably say that I come off too confident at times. And, and, and confident and cocky can sometimes be like, you know, flip back and forth and some people might look at it a different way. Um, I just feel like sometimes it's how I carry myself that might come off to somebody that I'm maybe too confident or too cocky for them and they might not like that. Um, but that, that but also like that kind of allows me to like think about, okay, given certain situations, not that I should change myself around certain people, but like sometimes it's important to be aware of how you come off to people so it's not taken the wrong way and given the situation. So that's like nice to like be aware of, I guess. But yeah. But at the same time, like a lot of people who dislike, say, someone who's overly confident or someone who is overly or maybe not even overly happy, but happy all the time or someone who doesn't like someone who is too knowledgeable. 
those are all based on their most intense insecurities right yeah right yeah so So. somebody doesn't like someone who's happy all the time because they're not happy and they might want to be happy (laughs) but they can't yeah yeah yeah, exactly yeah Yeah. so it's like you shouldn't have to kind of tippy toe around what they might feel because I mean that's up to them to feel that way they can change that if they want to yeah because when I think about because <laughs> when I think about for myself it's like I can't imagine not liking someone for being you know like too happy too confident too and or, or too knowledgeable like I feel like that's going too far like maybe you kind of maybe something might make you feel a little uncomfortable but it's never like oh I don't like that person yeah. It yeah. well yeah well I feel like it it could be like said um like given like if you're with somebody given a situation I didn't like this person because they were like this like not like generally speaking I guess yeah like that would be kind of like messed up to say I don't like this person because they're always too happy you can you could say maybe I don't like this about this person but I don't saying I don't like that person it's kind of like damn but I've I've met people like one of uh an old friend of mine would like see somebody and would make this judgment about them and saying they don't like them just because they dress a certain way but it's like yeah. you don't even know them one yes. second of all how, like like i've been around people like given me being a muslim and wearing a headscarf i've been i've had friends who dress all different types of ways it doesn't make give me any right to say i don't like that person because of that like yeah it, you should i feel like it's yeah, no, I feel like it's such a point of immaturity too, because it's like, it's just allowing yourself to stay at a very surface level and not kind of like going deeper and like, okay, why do I feel like I don't like this person? What is it like to make that judgment so quickly is just, it's, it's really immature in my, in my yeah, opinion. So, exactly. but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Anyway. but good, good turnaround, Jake, to turn on a positive note. I like that. That's yes. right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Awesome. Well, I'm glad we had that uh, conversation. I like that. Did you like that question? Yes. That's good. One. I really liked okay. it. Yeah. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. Well, take it away, Mr. Trevino. Well, so I guess we'll continue uh, the, the COVID-19 kind of series that we're doing. Uh I guess since we have a, a special guest who is like somewhat in the field, we could ask about your experience, Elise. Um, mm-hmm. So as a phlebotomist, you guys aren't necessarily testing for COVID-19, right? No. So we don't actually perform the test because there's not a blood test for it. It's actually a nasal or a throat swab. Um, oh, yeah. but, but what we do do is we, anything, any test that's performed or, collected in a facility is always passed through the lab because we're the ones who send it out or do the actual testing. Um, so we, as phlebotomists, we're receiving those, like for one example, in like our, um, one of our outpatient sites where we have urgent care, we'll go and pick up the samples from urgent care and then we will um, process them, meaning we'll um, like scan them into our system and we'll track them out um, to our central processing. And so we just do that. So we're around them and handling them and we kind of get an idea of how much is coming in, but we're not actually doing the swabs. Um, I have drawn on one patient who was suspected to have COVID. Um, and I don't think she turned out to be because usually, usually we find out, um, they tell us, I think it's kind of like a policy where they have to tell us. Um, but in that case, we just make sure we use like full PPE, um, masks, goggles, gown, gloves, all that. Um, and so we're just, and we isolate the patient in a certain room, give them a mask. So but yeah, no, normally we're not like directly around the COVID patients. I have mm. not worked a hospital shift yet. And usually that will be where we'll be around them more for blood draws and stuff in the ICU. Um, yeah. So I've worked hospital shifts, but just not during this time yet. So we'll so, see. So you goes. kind of um, <laughs> mentioned like early in the podcast when we were talking about just about you in general, somehow you were like kind of given opportunity to go uh, take shifts in the hospital and work with patients who are um, who do who like like pretty much COVID, a COVID unit essentially but like uh, you said that like you know living with your family and whatnot like it kind of like makes you like uncomfortable or like do would you still continue to do that if you were able to again or no like what position are you yeah, placed so- in? 
So right now I'm still kind of just trying to think on it because I do, my supervisor is um, trying to send me in to do shifts um, in the next couple of weeks. And the, I could be putting the people that I live with at risk because there's always a risk when you're around those patients, even if you're wearing, you know, if you're careful and wearing full protective equipment. Um, so I'm just really trying to think, pray about it and just figure out what's the best thing to do because I feel an obligation to do it. It's my job. Um, but at the same time, I have to kind of be mindful of other people too. I also thought about maybe going to hotel for a few weeks, which would, which would kind of be difficult to do. Um, just with the, honestly, like I wouldn't want to leave my cat and everything, but <laughs> the um, cat, <laughs> <laughs> literally. um, but so yeah, I don't know. I'm still trying to figure everything out. I'll update you guys and let you know yeah. what I end up doing. And you guys haven't experienced any uh, shortage of medical equipment? Not that I, no, not throughout scripts. I mean, we've always, we have gotten emails out um, that we're running low on the N95 respirators is the most thing. But I, I personally have never had to go without personal protective equipment. Like I've heard some people doing. Um, So, and I know that people who maybe work in the hospitals where there's more high demand for that stuff might yeah, be experiencing my, that but I, my uh yeah. friend's uh, mom is a nurse at Scripps and Sinitas and she was telling me um the other week how like she literally had to like and I know a lot of people who have to do this who like wear she has to wear her N95 mask every day the same one every day like she yeah. can't even Ooh. like she can't change it she's like we have to go wash it sanitize it and wear it again and like wash like, it she will, I mean, you have to find a way to clean it. She says, like, yeah, we have to. We literally clean it, and then we wear it again. Like, we have to keep reusing it. Wow. Yeah. Because they're running How do you low. even wash huh? one of those? I don't know. How do you wash one of I those? I don't know. I would think maybe you would just um, go over it with, like, a sanitizer. Yeah. Wipe, like, a sanitizer. Yeah. It's probably that's not even not, fully no, washing yeah. it. Yeah, that's bad. But, um, yeah. But like Jeez. that, because she was wow. saying that, so like all these uh, people who are making uh, masks right now, like even like the um, club that I'm a part of from UCSD, where we're making masks for hospital workers or healthcare workers, um, they're mostly cloth, but like you have to, like they, even my brother said, he's like, we don't even wear those masks that people give us really, unless we're so desperate because the it doesn't protect us as much as you think it does um you have to like layer it so one of my friends the way she did it she would like she layered the mask um I don't know how many layers she made within the mask but then at the the back of it she made a spot for a filter so you were able to put a filter in the mask too then that's like more applicable more useful for for uh people in the healthcare field but like um like there's not there like the there are not a lot of masks that like are really that protective other than like the n95 or there's one that's called the kn95 which is kind of like that but like a like a lower a lower a a level lower i believe and then there are like the regular surgical masks that work um but my dad he ordered um um a, a set of masks from amazon and it was it's not the one that we have but there was another one that like you can like i'm sure you've guys seen youtube videos where you can actually test if the mask works or not where you cough and then you hold a a, a lighter in front of you and if you cough within the mask and then the lighter light goes off or it moves that means that like the mask isn't working so yeah so you can actually test it and even with like so i have a few cloth masks and i was able to test it with that to see actually if it's protecting you in anywhere protecting the other person you know so yeah 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 i think the main thing that it's protecting from with those ones is i think it does do well it does do a little bit for sure because it's protecting you from like droplets if someone sneezes coughs but it's not protecting you from you know those like tiny minuscule particles that can be in the air for but you know, like, three hours even or like so. the droplets like if so that's where the virus is right it's within those droplets and then if that mm-hmm. gets on you and especially a cloth mask they last up to like from one article I read, I think up to like 12 hours on there and another one like three days. It's a while on there. So it's like unless you go quickly wash the mask right away or like the, the cloth right away, um, it's not really protecting you in, in such a way from like other people like coughing near you and whatnot. Um, but it's crazy to think yeah. like that 
um, how like if someone does cough and you're walking and knowing that like whatever they coughed is in the air for like three hours and then like you walked by it and like God forbid you get it. It's like, yeah, it's crazy. Don't go out. Stay in your room. <laughs> well, I, so on, on the masks, it's more a courtesy to avoid contaminating other people. Yeah. Right? It's not necessarily to protect you from whatever's in the air. Uh, no, I heard, a, okay. uh, I can't remember, like, it'll help more than not wearing one, of course, but it definitely won't prevent anything. Um, but uh, I heard, uh, I can't remember the doctor's name, but he was basically using the example of when sunlight shines through your window and you can see all the particles in the air just floating there. Mm-hmm. That's basically <laughs> where the virus is going to lie too for up to three hours, which is pretty terrifying to think about, but... Mm-hmm. I guess you shouldn't rack your brain around that too much. Just do your part yeah. as much as you can. and right. Whatever happens, happens. Absolutely. And I think this will be a lot better in a couple months. And then even, you know, a few months from now, I think it's going to get better. I feel like, well, it's like, hopefully. I feel like the whole like flattening the curve and um, hopefully having less people get sick will, will be better within the next few months. Right. If everyone, um, goes with the continues with social distancing to a certain extent and whatnot but it's like i know jake and i were talking about this off the podcast and we'll definitely talk about it now is like the economy and like businesses opening up and like um i was talking with elise about gyms opening up and like to like you can't just like open the doors and like okay like now everybody go in it's like how like you think like how are these businesses really planning out allowing people to come in like is it like like starting with like let's say 10 people in a restaurant like until and then like after that like uh, next week like 20 people can like be in there like you know what I mean to like maintain that safety and um, prevent the curve from happening going up again and whatnot so I think that's like a big stress like now for a lot of people absolutely I agree crazy i don't know we'll just have to wait and see what do you think jake uh as far as the economy goes yeah because you're you seem to be really knowledgeable i I feel like it's i it's hard to know because we we haven't dealt with something like this in this new economy that we have right which is uh not only are we relying on other countries other countries are relying on us to produce certain things um I feel like <laughs> I was trying, I was kind of racking my brain around this this morning. It, it's crazy to believe that we can just shut down basically all small businesses just because of this outbreak. Like, I know that sounds kind of cold, but it's just like this, this kind of balancing act that we have to perform where it's like, do we shut down the economy and, live with the consequences for potentially years with a a possible recession and a possible depression later on, if it, if it persists, or do we keep the economy going and suffer even more through potential more illnesses and deaths? Um, It's just, it's kind of impossible to (laughs) impossible to have a a clear answer for. Yeah. Um, uh, Something I wanted to ask you guys is, why do you think this is being taken so seriously in contrast to uh, like drunk driving deaths, just regular car accident deaths? Like I, I wrote down some numbers and they kind of blew my mind. So up to now, I don't know if this is completely up to date, but it was like 743,000 cases in the U.S., uh, uh, around 39,000 deaths in the U.S., but then you compare that to car accidents, which is 1.25 million every year. Uh, drug deaths in 2018 was 67,000. I'm sure that has risen or fallen, maybe. Yeah. But yeah. like just those numbers, those two numbers alone with car accidents and drugs, like that, that's almost twice as bad as the corona outbreak death rate. Yeah. And, and so... I, I just I don't understand why everyone thinks it's a good idea to shut down the economy completely. I feel like if 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 it's if you're more likely to be susceptible to infection, then you should do your part and stay inside and do everything you can do to 
not get sick, but I don't think you should necessarily shut down the entire U.S. economy or a world economy for that matter. Um, but what, what do you guys think? I think, I think the drastic measures like with the, you know, shutting down all the businesses and stuff actually is necessary just because of the rate of the spread with the virus. Um, and then also because we don't really have much knowledge about it. I think that, you know, and they're still trying to, and because people, you know, are the older population and even now they're saying younger population is so at risk and it causes death and everything. I think that it really was necessary and is necessary. Um, and that's actually been proven with how with how they acted in China and then how actually they they acted in um, California more so even more specifically than the U.S. Um, so I think that was it does suck, you know, because we're going to see impacts from it later. But um, and then for I think the thing with because that's a very interesting question because it's like, yeah, so many people are dying from drugs and drunk driving and it's really sad. And it's just, people do not take that seriously at all. But I think the thing is, um, I think people, there's no pleasure that's coming from the virus. I think people get like pleasure from drugs and drunk driving and stuff. So people do it recklessly and blindly because they're not thinking about the consequences versus with the virus that it's just all, like bad in a sense, like people are just afraid of it. This is new. They're, you know, so I think, and I think also how suddenly it came on and then we're seeing the effects of it move very quickly. I think all of that together just kind of contributes to why people are more fearful of this than other things that even cause higher rates of death and injury and all of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's like the initial just fear of, kind of the unknown of what this virus could bring and that just kind of cascades into what we're experiencing today yeah absolutely yeah and then i also you know the fact that people you know people when they're doing drugs and drunk driving people aren't thinking about dying they're thinking about having fun and you know getting their fix or whatever it is you know hiding from emotions or whatever you know so i think that plays a lot into it as well yeah. yeah, it's it's a it's a tough thing. There's no right or wrong answer. It's yep. just uh, it is what it is, and we all have to do our part. Yeah. Um, yeah. So speaking of that, I don't think we really talked about uh, like what we can do to one help others and two help ourselves. Like, what do you guys think about what are the best ways we can contribute to society? Because I've been very selfish with my time. I've realized <laughs> I this all this extra time has allowed me to put kind of everything I do under a microscope and uh I've realized I've just been working on myself for the most part like yeah I've been writing little blog posts and stuff that will hopefully help people but that's kind of minuscule compared to what I could be doing with my time Mm -hmm. what do you guys think would be the best forms of action I can take to help others um as well as doing the best I can to stay safe I think that, well, obviously the first way you can help yourself is stay home, right? Because that's like the best way you can (laughs) help other people is because you're just preventing the spread. And and that's like the best thing you can do. But like, um, I would think like, I mean, like obviously I mentioned like what I'm doing is like um, a part of a group that like is making masks for healthcare workers. Like I personally am not making the masks because I don't have the the tools to do it but I do it as I serve as a driver to like go and take the masks to the students and take those to the hospitals and distribute it so it's like that's like my part in this thing that they're doing um another way you can help people is or help society in general is just check on people um especially um people you know who not may not be sick but might maybe financially struggling during this time because you know personally that they lost their job or they can't work or you know they have few family members that are vulnerable to this um so check on people like i think if anything this should better your communication with all all kinds of people especially people you haven't talked to in a while uh, putting yourself out there and like being the bigger person if you want to look at it that way and just following up with others um, that's like another way you can help people because like one thing I realized is 
this is something that I've noticed like overall is when people talk about wanting to help the community or wanting to help in general, whether it's within a pandemic or just when we go back to normalcy, it doesn't always have to be big, like a grand scheme. It doesn't have to be something that's like for a big company or like a big hospital. Or you're spending thousands of dollars helping or donating people. The smallest things can be like be so helpful. Like there are so many GoFundMe accounts right now for restaurant workers and for um, hospitals or for small businesses that literally donating $5 is so much, you know? So like, and it doesn't have to be a financial incentive, but it could be anything. I feel like whatever, help people in whatever way feels right for you. Never do it where you feel obligated to because some people are pitching in money for this restaurant, you feel like you have to. No, you don't have to. Like, there's places that I didn't do, even though I know a few friends of mine have donated. But, like, I choose to help people in a different way that feels right for me. I may not be helping them financially, but just with my communication or my form of action of doing something is enough, you know? Um, because if you think about it, if all of us are selfless, enough to help someone or people in a little way all in all and the the big picture of it it's a lot of help to the community and the society in general so it's kind of like the way i look at it Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yeah. but like kind of like what you said where like you know you spent this time being like selfish like focusing on yourself you don't you shouldn't feel that way either because if anything like i always i keep reminding myself like this is like like what other time during our lifetime is this going to happen like it could you never know it literally maybe the next five years another pandemic can happen you never know but realistically like if you think about it, like we might not get this opportunity again to really just focus on ourselves and better ourselves because if you think about it and I know we've talked about this Jake before is if you are focusing on yourself and and um, self-reflecting and really directing yourself onto what your purpose is in this world. In the long term, it's going to impact other people and it's going to benefit others. So your selfish act is really not selfish in the long run, you know? So. Yeah. The best way to yeah, lead absolutely. is your example, I absolutely. suppose. That's, I agree with that. But yeah, at least do you have any other ideas or like, like op- things for Jake to like kind of think about? I think what you said was really good. And that's like, that pretty much covers the whole thing. I absolutely agree. Um, but there's other like small things. If you were specifically looking for other things, like oh, the American yeah. Red Cross, um, and doing things where you can like virtually um, like host things or volunteer online through like phone calls or doing something like that. So there's little things like that everywhere that you can do. And like Elmira said, it doesn't need to be like a financial incentive. You can do other small things if you if you want to but I think she was really right with saying um whatever feels right for you and whatever fits your lifestyle and um and no I don't think it's wrong to focus on yourself either because again like Elmira said it's it's when you when you focus on yourself and improve yourself you're also improving yourself for other people Mm -hmm. so I think um yeah no I think Elmira covered it really well yeah very good yeah Yeah, I just it was like uh four or five nights ago or something like that. I, I was sitting in my van doing some writing for the blog and like just this wave of emotion washed over me. And I was like, fuck, I need to like reach out to all of my coworkers. I need to talk to my friends, like make sure everybody's okay. And I had just like this weird panic episode of like, but you, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be a point people. where you feel like you need um, to do it. But, like one thing I did within the, yeah well it it wasn't that I needed to it was just I felt I realized that yeah I really wanted to reach out to these people and I haven't done it yet so yeah but continue oh no I was just saying like another thing that I thought about like when you were talking about like helping people like it doesn't like like obviously it doesn't have to be strangers you're helping with right it's like one thing I've been doing within my family not just like my parents but like my cousins my aunts and uncles as like every uh, couple of weeks I've been holding zoom meetings with all of them from all of like my cousins who are the who do- who are doctors uh, in Texas my brother uh, my uncles my aunts like everybody will all like have like we just had one yesterday where we're all just talk and catch up and make sure we're okay that conversation lasted 15 minutes but it, it just made us feel, you know, like, okay, like, it's it's nice to, to 
like just be reminded that like you're going through it and I'm going through it and we're going through it and you're good and I'm good you know it's just like it's a sense of comfort that you need especially like when you're stressed out and you are just you're just kind of like in a loss in, in this situation right now so that that's that could be another thing like I know you've been wanting to like spend more time with your family which you have and like again like doing that reaching out to people because a lot of people don't do that so yeah yeah I think that's so good that you had that like self-realization it just shows like a lot about your character so I think that's yeah that's really good um but I mean like when Elmira was saying like the zoom conversations like seriously like can we talk about all the good things that have been coming out of like this whole thing because like I've seen so many families walking together Um, me and my family for Easter we zoomed for um for dinner um having Easter dinner and we like never do that we don't always get to be together on holidays and even before that we had never done zoom and it's just like Mm. just these like it's just we're just learning how to like uh, connect more in a way even though we're like disconnected well, more so yeah it's just very so that's good that you brought that really up good. let's yeah. uh on a positive now let's do that let's talk about like let's each talk about a few positive things that like came out um that is coming out and came out of... <laughs> talking about zoom my mom or my dad just like to creep behind me anyway <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was kind of scary. It was like I was watching. A, a I'm like, what movie. is this sound? <laughs> and I love how well, you guys stay quiet out. too. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> let's each talk about like a few positives that have come out of this for us personally, or just in general. Um, at least if you want to continue about like another two that you think have like been a positive outcome given the negative circumstances in a way yeah I mean I think that yeah just so really kind of seeing the importance of um connecting with other people and it's like you don't really think about it when you're able to so it's kind of like you just kind of get like a realization of how important it is to be able to actually connect with other people. It's like when you feel disconnected, you have that desire to like reconnect. And then through this, we're like reconnecting and we're learning how to actually, I think a lot of us are learning how to like reconnect in some ways. And I know I am. Um, And I mean, even just with one of, with my other, one of my other friends, like we've been video chatting back and forth and I never do that. And so I think that, you know, and then again with, with the zoom for Easter dinner, I mean, just all this stuff. And then also I've been like trying to like do, um, growth stuff to like reading books and cause I've had more time and it's just, I guess maybe just really learning the importance of like downtime and like putting time aside to um to give yourself room to breathe almost and for me I've had more time to study and so I feel like really seeing how important it is to like not overwhelm yourself and stress yourself out um so just I mean all those things together really it's just how about you Jake Yeah. yeah very good uh uh, well, I, I mentioned a little bit in the last episode we did, but uh, I guess I'll kind of repeat myself. Um, but basically, I like I said earlier, I, I've been able to kind of put everything under a microscope that I do on a daily basis and kind of refocus my attention on things that are actually important for, for life. Uh, so like relationships, uh, really kind of dialing, dialing in my health uh, mentally and physically. So I'll, I'll make time to to just relax and eat whatever the hell I want rather than being so worried about <laughs> like, I have to eat this certain way. Cause I want to be a professional bodybuilder for some reason. <laughs> like, like uh, that's not going to happen anyways. So it's like, why not kind of enjoy myself while I have all this free time. And I mean, the main thing that I felt is just, just more, not only love, directed towards me but i i'm feeling a lot more love for everyone else around me um and i think that's been the best thing that's come out of this so far is just kind of that fresh perspective on holy shit life is very short we're so vulnerable as human beings uh 
it's it's just easy to forget that when you're you're working every single day and you're just kind of so focused on your future uh, rather than the the well-being of the world's future so it, it was it's been a blessing and a curse to to realize that we're all so so vulnerable um but it's kind of kind of a necessary uh kick in the ass to to realize <laughs> <laughs> to realize that you need to focus on things that actually matter in life yes so, yeah, i think that's, that's actually about that's yours, a really good point, especially at the very end where you're like focusing on things that matter in life um I think for me, um, obviously, going back to what Elise said, relationships and kind of what you said to Jake, um, I think the big one of the biggest things in this is relationships, because first we I feel like as people um, who live in a country that is so um, that has like kind of allowed us as individuals to be very independent and very goal oriented and very focused and work 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 like constantly doing something that we have this like really independent mentality that we realize now that we need other people we need people to talk to we need to connect with um uh uh just people in general to kind of get that like uh that comfort that love reciprocated back to us and that we we really can't do any of this alone like realistically like it'd be very difficult if we didn't have zoom if we didn't have this podcast if we didn't have social media if we didn't have the friends that we've uh the relationships that we've developed we really can't get through these type type of times alone so I think that's the most um, uh, beautiful thing of this is really being appreciative of who's around you and um, more appreciative of the people who have been around through all the times in your life like it really gives you that opportunity to just be grateful now Elise oh listen okay (laughs) absolutely I mean definitely Um, but also like another thing I think a positive that uh, is coming out of this for me personally is um, again kind of in line with uh, relationships um, seeing the true colors of people seeing people kind of for who they really are and like how willing they are there to be for be there for you and you and and being there for other people during this time like just kind of like learning about others and also like kind of I know I've talked about this both of you guys and it's something I'm obsessed with with weights like seeing people for their true colors I was on offerup.com yesterday and there was this pair of dumbbells that were being sold that I specifically remember seeing it on walmart.com for $38 and the homie decided to sell it for $125 price gouging like why like really seeing people for who they are like why you have to do that especially during this time so that's kind of like yeah seriously and then you think about the people in the stores that are fighting over toilet paper and all this other crazy um, stuff it's just ridiculous but also another positive that comes out of this is um really giving uh i feel like for me also like yeah like every day whether it's in a pandemic situation or not do your best to be there for other people but like kind of like this situation just gives a more of a desire to just want to like help people and I think that's important because that like says a lot about your personality and about who you are to just want to help people and now that you really have an opportunity and a time to do it like it's really nice to see people doing that you know um I think those are definitely uh, uh positives that are coming out of this but yeah um, yeah yeah absolutely awareness yeah. is like the overarching theme like even just learning how to like wash your hands more and do like simple things like that. And then learning how um, blessed we are to be able to literally, go to the beach and yeah. all these other things. Yeah. And like, literally, and like kind of what you it's said, just, yeah, um, it's crazy. Like you had, uh, at least you had like time to like kind of learn more, read books. And I, that's what I, I like started taking a class online and like, I don't have to, but like, it's giving me an opportunity to learn more um, and learn about something that I'm interested in that I can one day apply to my patients. Uh, So it's like, it's, it's, we have these opportunities to really do that now when in uh, realistically speaking, we don't, we don't have time to like all the time to read books if given your, your crazy schedule, or I would never have time to take a free class given my work schedule, you know, so it's really nice to just take advantage of what's uh, being placed in front of you for sure. Yeah. yeah but then part like sometimes I feel like guilty almost because it's like 
saying like to take advantage of a time like this because there's so many people dying yeah. and there's people who have lost family. I know I don't think you're wrong in saying that. Absolutely, you're right. But I'm just saying it's just a weird like thing because there's so but, many people who are life, struggling though, right? and suffering like, in this. Never, like, but then like where Jake was referring to something life. else about finding that yeah. balance. Like, would you like you know would you prefer to have a a shitty economy but like um but still like have social distancing or vice versa like there's never that like really balanced but you gotta make best to make do with what it what is in front of you you know so it i mean yeah like yeah yeah that's true. how about you jake yeah no i oh you did yeah. oh wow uh, well oh, i already so answered yeah. i was listening i, will... I swear yeah. <laughs> i i will i will <laughs> <laughs> okay i'll uh i'll kind of change the direction a little bit but uh maybe it's just me uh because i i do my best to avoid these kind of media news outlets anyways but i feel like people are talking a lot less about things that don't matter such as uh you name it like uh you know all the the lgbtq rights and all the the silly politics that are in play yeah. uh you know maybe it's just me and, and like pointless drama maybe it's just me but uh i feel like i haven't heard anything along those lines ever since this all started you go first? Uh, what, what do you guys think yeah there's definitely yeah i think there's definitely i mean what comes to mind when you when you say that is uh, you know like a lot I don't know, I guess it could be everyone, but, you know, people who are more in the media and stuff, like maybe celebrities and stuff, it seems like everyone's not so focused on artificial stuff right now. And they're kind of more, everyone's just kind of all in the same boat trying to stay safe and do things for others, at least most people. So I think that's something that comes to mind. But yeah, in the media, like, I've definitely not been seeing things related to, I guess, I don't know. And I mean, I, I guess it, it's all in perspective because I guess exactly, different yeah. things are important to different people, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it definitely, I think that there's definitely a lot less focus on things that don't matter so much, you know, where it's just, I'm right or you're wrong or whatever it is. And everyone's kind of more just focused on this one thing that we're going through, you know, globally. Um, so I think, yeah, in a way. Definitely. Um, yeah. So Okay, well, I didn't, I don't like the way you phrase how things don't matter, because like, kind of like what Elisa, like, it's all in perspective, like, whether it's Black Lives Matter, LGBT, or something in regards to the Muslims or Christians, whatever it is, any type of group of that is out there and stuff that's on social media or media or news in general. Um, I think people are wise enough, at least, and aware to know that, okay, it does matter. But right now, this is the big thing that's happening globally. So this is where all the focus is on. And it's, it's, it's refreshing, right? That like to like not hear things that like um, are in a sense, not, sh not, 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 I'm not going to say not of importance, but like realistically, like, li like lives are at stake right now. And it in, in the grand scheme of things, that doesn't mean exactly exactly i mean if you're seeing survival. people sacrificing their <laughs> lives to go take care of patients and 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 risking uh, uh spending time with their family to go treat people and people who are sick already like at the end of the day if we are we are we we may be selfish beings but we're not that selfish to understand that you know what right now is not the time to talk about x y and z the only thing to talk about and focus on is uh COVID-19 right so I think and that's that is refreshing right and that says a lot about our country that no matter how divided we are no matter how uh diverse we are how uh uh we all might be on polar opposites given certain topics and um um being on certain spectrums that we may not agree with at the end of the day when things come into play and things of importance come into play we all are able to really come together and just focus on that one thing and i think that that speaks volumes for us as a country if anything yeah mm -hmm. another yeah. Um, another amazing thing that i've seen is like just the um recognition yeah, of absolutely. not just healthcare workers but grocery store workers all these like essential um workers you know people that people are just being recognized for what they do when in reality a lot of times those professions 
and so there's so many other than what I just said. Like just are, like the are, UPS, um, overlooked uh, a lot of the delivery time, so men think, and yeah. women, Amazon drivers, like all of those people, like yeah. they're taking packages that are coming from all over the world, and like God knows what they're uh, contaminated with and what they're encountering. So like that right there, like it it does it like it it's nice to like see everybody be recognized for their work during this time, you know. So. Yeah. And and hopefully after this, that, because it's like all the, the kind of war stuff that I've been studying up on for like the past six months, like it, it seems like during terrible times, like times of war, those are when the most beautiful moments are brought out in people. So like soldiers who are going into battle will write amazing notes of love and care to their family and friends and is that only because they're put into such a crazy position to where that's forced out of them? And it's the same for our appreciation for even the, the smallest, smallest uh, like grocery store workers. Like, I feel like hopefully this will shed some light on people and make them realize how important they actually are. And it doesn't have to take a, a Corona outbreak for people to actually appreciate them once all this kind of blows if over. If anything, like you like we were mentioning, yeah. it's just, it's a good wake up call like that. It shouldn't be because of a virus that we are being helpful or we are being generous or we are reaching out to our family members or we are holding zoom conversations with our family in like Texas. It shouldn't be because of that, but because of this, it reminds us that, okay, when this is all said and done, and we do go back to like a quote unquote normal lifestyle, continue it, continue the quote unquote new tradition that you've built with people, with friends. Like it, it's, it says, it shows how easy it is to get on a conversation with somebody or how easy it is to go and help someone out. Like it shows that it's not, it's not taking a lot out of you. If anything, it's making things better within you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I forgot what I was going to say, but I had something that you were saying about that, but yeah, it's all good. I've had those moments at least 30 times <laughs> within the 33 episodes. Like, we've done. I just <laughs> had it. Like, okay. 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 <laughs> but, I'll think of it. But yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's all good. It, yeah. It's, I feel like like this is like it's it's a good time. It is like overall it's a good time to just like um make best out of all that is being placed in front yeah. of you. Yeah. And it's like life is still so short yeah. and precious, even regardless of this virus. So it's like any one of us could, you know, could we don't know if we're gonna see tomorrow. We don't know who which one of the who we love is going to see tomorrow. So it's just like, yeah, we, we need to really appreciate life. And just because the virus is gone, doesn't mean, mean you're going to not die. That, I mean, you know, so it's just <laughs> you absolutely. You might, you're going to die in a different way. Yeah. <laughs> but, not because okay. you're tired. but it does make you appreciative of your life. I mean, <laughs> it, it, you know, of your health, of your life, of the time you have, just make the best out of it. Like, I'm not saying like live, a, we'll live in a, like a YOLO mentality of like, you know, like, life is short and like just do whatever the fuck you want now no but okay. like it just shows that really life is short like uh i like when i was watching this was this was like a few weeks ago but um it was on the news of this this lady who her husband they they didn't get married no they didn't get married but he i believe um is and was a nurse but he was in the field and they have been married for i want to say 20 some years they had three kids and he died and uh because of the virus and she was like she's like I, like everything was fine like it was it was no problem there was nothing going on and then all of a sudden he got sick and then literally she, i think she said like 48 hours out later like it hit him so bad that after he got intubated he died like it's what guy was i remember it was like mid 40s like yeah. god and like god let's say he didn't have any comorbidities like he was fine like god forbid that's like or my dad like who yeah. has comorbidities like within a day he dies like life really is that short that like, you don't know but like if you can just try your best to just like really make use of whatever it's like it's like someone giving you a thousand dollars and ask you how are you gonna spend this thousand dollars make the best of that thousand dollars that's the same with life. I mean, that's not the best analogy, but you know what I mean. 
Yeah, that was what I was going to say, just that life is so short and precious. And um, I think that through this, it's kind of like another look, whatever way that people want to look at it, whether it's like a higher power reminding us or whatever, the universe or, you know, whatever. It's it's definitely a reminder that life is short. Life is precious. And it's sad that there are people that aren't appreciating it. You know what I mean? That aren't making use of this. And like, I was actually... um, I was on Instagram uh, for the two open minds because I don't have Instagram, but like I was on the two open minds Instagram and I was actually looking up, I was just looking at like the feed and stuff. And um, there were like people like this was actually in San Diego. There were people out last night, like got a hotel room with a bunch of people and they were partying. And it's like, really dude, like we're doing, we're tr- like us as a country are trying so hard to like maintain social distancing and prevent people from getting sick and, making this all better so we all go back to our normal life and yet you guys are like kind of making it worse for us because it's going to be one of you guys that gets sick and then the spread continues you know and imagine how many other people are doing that so it's like it's just like just don't be don't be selfish like i i've (laughs) i was uh down by the carlsbad beach yesterday and it was absolutely insane yes. how many people were walking around without masks. We saw that, it, yes. It's like, I'm not like a, a super, like, I. it's not that big of a deal to me to wear a mask. But when you're outside walking around all those people, I saw like yeah. 90% of people weren't wearing masks. And there, there were crowds of people walking around each other. Yeah. And that, that was kind of startling. Uh, relieving and it, it was just a cocktail of weird opinions and emotions it was just very strange to see because we're still in the exactly. middle of this but people are slowly starting to act like it's disappearing they're getting and comfortable I- they're getting comfortable because they're seeing that the cases are going down but then if people don't be careful so- still the cases are going to go right back up so it's just yeah right. yeah i saw yeah. that too and, and I feel like that's going to continue to happen, right? Because because yeah. this is only going to go on longer. Like, I don't see this ending for uh, another month or two, at, at least. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like it's only going to get, it's kind of a pessimistic uh, yeah. opinion, but I feel like it's only going to get worse. People are going to get restless. They're going to realize that the, uh, <laughs> the, the little check that we get, 1200 bucks, is not going to cut it. And we need to do something. Yeah. Uh, even unemployment is like half of what people usually make. So it's like people are going to lose, uh, you know, the funds to pay their bills. And then what happens when they're forced to find a new job um, and they can't find one for a long time because everybody else is doing the same thing. So I, I don't know. It's like people will get restless and will continue to go through their daily lives like as recklessly as they did before. Um but I guess it's up to the to to the individuals that actually care to do their part. Um, right. It's kind of a kind of a scary thing. That 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 was something that definitely frightened me yesterday. Was just the sheer number of people who were acting like nothing was going on. Yeah, there was a meme that I saw. It's kind of related to that. It's like I don't. It said something along the lines of. I don't like the uh, the fact that my chances of survival are based off other people. <laughs> right. something, I think it was meaner than that. It was said in a different way, but seriously, that that, that kind of goes along. Yeah. At, at the same time, that's like that's life in general. Like, yeah, our survival relies on grocery store workers and farmers and <laughs> stuff like people that. People not so drunk driving and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Wow, that's so true. Okay. So, do you guys? Yeah. Do you guys think that there could be a possible <laughs> second wave of this if this continues? If people continue to avoid social distancing little by little um, and not in a timely manner, like, do you think we might we would get hit again? 
Yes, I think that could definitely happen. I think it's a possibility. Yeah. Um, so people just need to remain careful. Yeah, yeah. that's what all the China experts are saying, right? That wave, so. they usually come in two waves. Yeah. See, I don't know how. Did they really though? Was China's it as bad as the first data? Because the Iran number. is not accurately reporting their data either. So, yeah. like, it, it's like, I don't know. I don't know what to believe. I don't believe anything anymore. Huh? Yeah. Take it with a grain Everything. of salt. <laughs> Take it with Even a grain of salt, I guess. Just kidding. Mm. <laughs> Just kidding. Love you. Mwah. Kisses. What? <laughs> I have to be somewhat sassy. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Not me without that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, but yeah. Well, do you guys have anything else you guys want to end on a positive note with this? Uh, we should we should end on a positive note i guess we could just echo what we were saying before like just this is kind of an opportunity to kind of get your priorities in check and uh and exactly. do the best you can yeah. to, to come That's, out of this better i think you said it really well it. yeah like if, yeah. if no one if there is one person that wasn't able to make okay. use of this time to better themselves in any way possible i feel sorry for you that's that's not a positive no. <laughs> well, at, 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 the, at the same time, our hearts uh, definitely reach out to the people whether who they're don't the have patient or they're the suffering one from this physically, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. physically, financially, emotionally. Yeah, yeah, because obviously but, some people are in a yeah. way worse uh, positions than no, we that's are. Like a point, We're very yeah. blessed to be because they don't a, have the time to focus on themselves um, when the so, only thing they're focused on is feeding their so kids. Those, you know. Or paying the rent or whatever. So absolutely, no. That's a great. Um, right. I mean, like the family members yeah. who yeah. lost people. So, yeah. and just, it's just craziness. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so for those who are capable, do your part. Be the best person you can be. And for those who uh, who are struggling now, there's plenty of resources absolutely. to uh, to help yeah, you out. Definitely. Um, you just got to take advantage of those. Um, Snaps to that. <laughs> that was but good. Yeah, yeah. This, this was well, good. This was a good um, episode. Elise, thank you for coming on <laughs> again and talking. We always appreciate your input, of course. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you for kisses to you <laughs> uh, from six feet away and virtually. <laughs> but until yeah. next time, uh, my name's Elvira. <laughs> my name's Jake. And my name's Elise. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Bye, you guys.